0: Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes.
1: Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore, and we play Call of Cthulhu. Dun, dun,
0: dun! Hello, Cthulhu? Yes.
1: A horror role-playing game based upon the fictional works, we assume it's fictional, of H.P. Lovecraft. Your investigators of the unknown are Brian as Jack Heavens to Murgatroyd.
2: Whiteside. I gotta start being careful. I only got six lives left.
3: Gabe as Roy. One of these days, Alice. Arroyo. I'm pretty sure that if I just keep saying that I'm gonna die, it won't happen. That's a good strategy, always. And Matt as
1: Rocky. You've gone wrong, Arroyo.
0: Declan, remind me to have a discussion with you
2: about the meaning of the word...
1: Alright, welcome players. How is everybody doing today? We're recording this morning. How's everybody feeling?
2: With my hands. I feel with my thighs. The inner
1: ones. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken thighs. Well rubbed. <laughs> Woke up 20
3: minutes ago. No, I didn't.
1: We stayed up late last night watching movies, and and like I I mentioned previously in the uh, pre-show, it was uh, Alien Anniversary Day yesterday. Not to be confused with Alien Day, which is 426, but 525 is when Alien was released to theaters. And there is a website out there called Alien Anthology, which has fan-made shorts based on the Alien universe. What if
0: you don't wear shorts? Boxer shorts. Oh, yeah, I'm good then. Brief boxers, 24 hour disposable underwear.
1: But only for boxers. Just look up Alien Anthology and, and you can watch these things. They're like, you know, five, 10 minutes. They're all just like cool little scenes of alien universe stuff. So.
0: Now that you made the dog joke, I'm thinking about brief boxers as 24 hour rentable pets. The end of the day, they disappear and they go back to the kennel, which is currently located, God knows where, somewhere in between the realms. I'm on board. I'm on my chair. I'm on dad ass.
1: That's America's ass. (laughs) No spoilers. Let's take a moment to read some letters from beyond. On Apple Podcasts, Manda McCullough says, five stars. I'm all caught up. I was recommended your podcast by the Call of Cthulhu mystery program, and I'm so happy they did. This show is the perfect combination of intrigue, dread, mystery, and fun. I'll be going to your Patreon to become a student. Welcome, Amanda. We noticed you did sign up, so we appreciate that. And on Facebook, Michael Jarvis writes, Just wanted to reach out and tell you how much I love your show. I started listening just over a month ago during my long commutes and literally just finished your most recent podcast episode last night. Now, I'm going to have to start making sanity rolls while waiting for your new episodes. You guys are all amazing, but I do have to give special shout-out to Roy. I'm really hoping he keeps surviving all these adventures. He's a hilarious character to follow. You guys even influenced me into picking up the
3: rule books and look forward to playing myself. Keep up the great work! If I ever die, everyone just rise up and send Jeremy a bunch of hate mail.
2: It won't be his fault. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I am going to shoot the tooth out of that man.
1: <laughs> Ooh, shoot the tooth is the name of my Dutch heavy metal band. True. <laughs> we also need to thank our current patrons without whom this podcast would suffer immeasurably. An old one in Relia stirs in the darkness of the abyss, tentacled horror writhing in the blackness. Beware and bow down to Zachary Harley. And we'll be uh, seeing and hearing more of Zachary soon. Yeah. And who's responsible for the sudden awakening? No doubt it's our pesky cultists of the starry wisdom. The demure Lobotomist, and ravens in the attic. Naughty cultists. Spankings all around.
2: Then the oral pleasure.
1: Fret not, however. Geordie Rose, our mystic of the occult, has been studying up on certain spells which may dispel this new threat. And helping him out are two staunch investigators of the unknown, grizzled and cynical Detective Elizabeth Greve and her fresh-faced new partner, Chris Parker, who decided it was time to hang up the teaching gig and strap on a six-shooter. A what? Strap on. What don't you get? Sticking to the curriculum as professors at Miskatonic are Malambra57, Eric Phillips, Eric Miles, Anthony Imes, Tadashi Katsuran, John Imre, Brittany Davis, Brownie Davis, Lobster Johnson, Eric Zane, Manda McAuliffe, hey, welcome, Wooder Vermayan, David Winterman, Daniel Hissey, Mitch L., Frank Delventhal, Alexander Campbell, and Olda Polkert! Woo!
2: You did it! Alright, that's us tonight, guys. It's
1: Saturday! Oh! Noses buried in ancient tomes our students at Miskatonic include Rolling Boxcars, milk mix Dom Driver, Jeremy Griffith, Bifford, Eric Setterberg, Snow, and Jeffrey Young. Much thanks to everyone for their continued support at patreon.com/lovecrafttapes where we provide early access to episodes, special one-off playthroughs, and other perks. Before we begin, we need to take a quick commercial break.
0: And now, a word from our sponsor. You unlock this door with the handle of your refrigerator. Beyond it is another realm, a universe of strange flavors, a galaxy void of texture, a virtual paradise of plastic disposable cups and spoons. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of vanilla and chocolate. You've just crossed over into... The Pudding Dimension. My name is Rob Yerling, and I'll be your guide on this excursion into the unknown, where the pudding tastes so good you'll swear it's not from this earth. Why? Because it's not. H.W. Industries has harnessed trans-dimensional gateway technology to open a portal to an alternate reality where everything is pudding. The stars, pudding. The planets, pudding. The people living on those pudding planets, sentient pudding blobs. So, you may ask yourself, is this pudding I'm eating actually a captured sentient pudding blob? Kidnapped from its home pudding planet? Dazed and confused, not knowing what was happening, perhaps screaming in an octave, human ears cannot detect? Only to be euthanized and then doled out into single-serving non-biodegradable containers that are slowly killing Earth? Best not to think about it. Simply enjoy the pudding dimension. Popular flavors include Dutch chocolate oyster avocado, medium-rare chicken gizzards, and good old-fashioned hot possum guts available wherever fine microwaveable products are sold and consumed while crying at your kitchen sink because Janice got custody of the kids. Why, Janice? Why? You know your lousy accounting job can't possibly provide for the three of you. Oh, I suppose Bill from CrossFit class is going to swoop in like some angel of mercy and make love to you on the kitchen table once the kids go to sleep and slowly move into that crappy apartment you got downtown because I was kind enough to co-sign the lease. Janice, don't you understand I still love you? It wasn't me that night looking at the hentai on the Chromebook. It was the pudding, Janice. It was the pudding! And we're back! I want three. Only three? (laughs) Get on my level.
2: Roy, how many do you want?
3: Two. I'm not as enthusiastic as you are.
2: I'll share my third one.
1: Well, I might have your third one, actually, because I once found that product and or service growing like a tumor in my left armpit. It pulsed with a rhythmic undulation as if it were somehow feeding off me. I used a rusty knitting needle to lance it, whereupon out popped the cutest little cuttlefish. It blinked up at me, blinded by the bathroom light, and exclaimed, I knew I should have made a left toin at
2: albacokey. Well, that'll be a fun commercial.
1: <laughs> now, dear investigators, we conclude Chapter 8, Trysts.
0: Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes.
1: Ascending Queen Mary's Peak our quartet of fearless mountain hikers encounters a series of challenges which terrify their minds and weaken their resolve. From fighting off a deep one, to ducking a hailstorm of corpses, to dodging a landslide of sharp rocks, to clambering through a lava-softened landscape, they barely make it to the lake. There, they finally find the elusive Dan Williams. But he's not alone. It is just after dawn... The sunlight struggles to penetrate the layer of ash that is being spewed from the newly awakened volcano. You're not sure what day it is anymore, and you're not sure it even matters. Time seems to be waiting for something to happen. Roy. You crest the hill, panting heavily, knees creaking, thinking, how could this have happened? You're not that old. Maybe it was all those kids. That's it. They stole your vigor, your youth. Damn kids. Oh well. Not like you can stuff them back in the old man sack, right? Just then, you realize you've made it to the plateau. There's the lake. Wait, who's that jackass standing in the center? Dan Williams, as you live and breathe. Holy crap, you found him. Heck, it was no big deal. Bound to happen. Never any doubt, really. Yep, that's why you get paid the big bucks. Only, what is that massive shape looming out of the water behind Dan? It must be damn near 30 feet tall and kind of looks like... No can't be. Jack, you attain the plateau, gratified to be out of the lava fields and smelling the sweet green grass that reminds you of home. The waters of the heart-shaped lake are smooth as glass, peaceful, like a mirror. Standing on a black rock in the very center, probably a hundred feet from shore, is Dan Williams, his arms stretched upward. He's colored his hair, but that's not what catches your attention. It's how Ancient, he looks. His face is etched with deep, craggy wrinkles that make him seem at least a decade older than he is. It's as if his life force has been leached from his body in a short time. You are so concerned about your friend that you barely register the darker shadow hovering just behind him, half hidden by undulating mists rising from the water. It is a familiar yet alien sight and wholly unwelcome after all you've been through. Rocky. BLAST! YOU'VE GOT RED ON YOU! Not exactly sure whose blood it might be, but these slacks weren't cheap by any stretch. In a futile attempt, you lick your thumb and try to rub it off. No dice. Now you're just spreading it around. That's when you're aware Declan is watching you. A strange mixture of annoyance, exasperation, and maternal concern clouding his features. You shrug and he nods ahead. Ah, looks as though your merry band of world savers has reached the top. There's the lake, as expected, and there's Mr. Williams. But what the deuce is that grinning monstrosity towering above him? Ye gods, it's Reverend Brother Lee Summers, grown over threefold and sixfold more menacing. "'Welcome, children,' he croons. "'Our father who art not in heaven, so shall we play a game?' Come on up. You're the next contestant on Save Your Friend. I get to pick the game, though. What do you say? Want to play? His grin grows wider as he looks at your group
0: expectantly.
2: One dollar, Reverend Summers. (laughs) I want to play Uno. Skip. Oh, we
0: win <laughs> <laughs> Wild draw four Haha, you'll never recover from this Reverse Oh Oh, so we have to do something? I thought we were just gonna stand here and make game show jokes all night long
1: The uh, lake itself is about 200 feet across And right directly in the center is Dan
3: standing on a black rock Declan, bring out the miniature jet skis I've seen the best Bill and Ted movie We're gonna challenge you to battleship
2: I like your thinking There's no way for me to get out towards the middle, is there? Swim I didn't know if it was like a shallow lake.
3: So
1: you don't know anything about this lake other than it's probably fresh water. You guys have ascertained that.
0: It's probably
2: wet. It's
3: probably wet, yeah. could be damp or moist. It's a moisty mire. Is this one of those games where we can't swim? We drown instantly?
2: I'm going to run up to the edge of the lake and...
3: Oh, now, Mr. Whiteside, hold on. We didn't say start yet.
2: So I freeze mid-run?
1: You don't know the rules.
0: Well, then, quit your dilly-dallying. Why don't you explain your rules to us so we can finish off whatever we've started here?
1: Well, it's very simple. I ask, you answer. If you can't answer, go directly to jail. Do not pass
0: go. Do not collect $200. We're playing Monopoly, guys. If you reach the prize, he's all yours. Do I have to answer in the form of a question?
3: What is a load of bullshit, Alex? Is this just a dumb red light, green light game? It's
2: gonna be like a six hour episode because we're playing Monopoly. (laughs) Risk. I was
0: thinking we could go the war games route and make him play tic-tac-toe so he realizes that the only way to win is not to play. So now that you know, Mr. Rocky,
1: would you like to play?
0: Well, it doesn't seem like I have much of a choice, now does it?
1: Well, no, there is always a choice. We all have a choice.
0: How about you just hand over what I want and you go away? I like that choice. Well, how much fun would that be, though? It'd be incredibly fun. No fun for anyone. Don't know till you try oh, you come down here and we have a tea party? Would that be enough
1: fun for you? And what do you say, Mr. Roy and uh, Jack? Would you like to play? Let's do it. Yeah. Excellent. Well, now I will change the map.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the terrain starts to rumble.
1: <laughs> Sorry for any lag. I need to uh, load up uh, uh, roll 20.
2: <laughs> Let's
0: get ready to rumble. Oh, he's cute. Is that Dan?
1: All right. Excellent. What fun. Now let me set the board. Oh, boy.
0: Chase sequences suck.
1: A series of stones rises slowly from the surface of the lake, forming four distinct pathways set about 15 feet apart and converging gradually to where Dan stands. Each uneven black rock is approximately 10 feet wide by 20 feet long, wet and slippery looking, and each successive landing is spaced a few feet away. You gather it will take a nimble hop, to get from one rock to the next. Take your places, please. The game's about to begin.
0: I have such a great dexterity, this is gonna go really well. We're all reviewing our stats right now.
3: (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's just gonna be questions. I'm pretty sure you're right. (laughs) On the left side of the map is just a basic general overview of the entire area.
2: You have no idea what a uterus looks like. So it's a girl lake.
3: Why can't we just walk around it, bro? It wouldn't be that hard. (laughs) All around you are formations of black rock, cliffside
1: formations of the same black rock that you encountered on the way up.
0: So that's where the restaurant gets all of these from.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's steaks on each one of these outcroppings. Nice.
0: I like my medium rare. Well, I mean, you're cooking it yourself, so that's up to you, Brian.
1: Oh, true. And the entire area is essentially a crater. The lake formed in the center of this crater and what you see is lava essentially oozing slowly into the crater area does that make sense yeah okay good then on the right hand side is just a breakdown of what we're going to be playing it's not a chase sequence per se who's percy and so now it's up to you guys what to do he said take your places
2: i'll take my place i took my places all of them
1: so each of you moves carefully off the shoreline and onto the first rock And we have Roy all the way to the left, then Jack, then Rocky, then Declan last. So we'll go in that order. In front of you are three additional stepping stones before you get to the one that Dan is standing on. Keep in mind, Dan is just looking up at the heavens, his arms outstretched, and then directly behind him is basically like a 30-plus feet tall Reverend uh, Summers. Summers kneels, Howie. Hey man, I I I'm not your stepping stone, man. It's true.
0: I'm just a rolling stone.
1: You immediately notice that it's almost as if the stones themselves are kind of magnetized. Oh um, your
2: feet stick to the stones.
0: My shoes aren't made of any kind of ferromagnetic material, therefore it wouldn't do anything.
2: It's magic, jackass. Knew I shouldn't
0: have worn my solid iron shoes today. And as Rocky says that, Declan looks over and
1: sort of shrugs. He's clearly having the same issue. Okay. All right. Nice.
0: I lop my legs off. Ha ha! Now they can't be stuck in place because I don't have legs.
1: Good, good. You all make excellent pawn pieces. Now the rules are quite simple. I will ask you a question. If you answer quickly and truthfully, you may move forward one space. If you are unable to provide a satisfactory answer, or if you try to cheat, we shall remove you from the game board. Though, perhaps we will see you again during the lightning round. Oh, so we get two strikes. Cool. Lightning strikes, though. Lightning strikes twice. Let us begin. The Reverend waves his massive hands in a sweeping gesture, and the waters of the lake glow with that same azure illumination as the pool in his hidden cavern beneath the church. well, now, Roy, uh, why don't you tell the audience uh, where you're from?
3: <laughs> I'm from? I'm from Arkham, Mass., greatest city in the world. And you hear sort of this
1: ghostly applause coming from somewhere, echoing throughout the crater. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, Arkham,
3: I've heard of that place. And what do you do there? What's your line of work, sir? I'm an I'm a agent for a, uh, a certain... A certain secret organization that I'm not supposed to talk about, but I'm pretty great at it. Nice, nice.
1: And then you hear the same ghostly echo from the uh, unseen audience go. Ooh.
3: How can I get them to turn against me? I want to. I want to <laughs> be like the dude. Oh no, you did. <laughs> well, let, let, right. Let's start out easy. Let's start with a softball. What do you say?
1: Okay. All right. Let, let me let me read my card here. <laughs> what is your favorite color?
2: Green. No blue. (laughs) Ah. Well, you lose. Nice. It was worth the joke. (laughs) Because he doesn't like the color
3: green, right? Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's excellent. Uh, You may move ahead. Okay, guys. You get get a chance if you mess up. You can change it.
2: (laughs) Green. No blue. Precedent has been set.
1: That's my final answer. Uh, You step nimbly over to the next stone. As soon as he indicated that you could move, you felt that magnetism... Release oh. from your feet And you are able to just simply hop on over to the next stone Alright, now, uh, moving along Jack, Jack or, or do you prefer Mr. Whiteside? Uh, special agent Ooh, formal What a douche <laughs> The mighty douche and, and are you originally from Arkham as well? No Oh, okay, I see You want to get right down to business I understand Let's do it Alright, let's take a look at Mmm, existential questions I like those When were you the most happy?
2: Playing in the sugar cane fields with my sister
1: Ooh, that's nice. And, and who is your sister, please, for the audience?
2: Leah. Okay, I think uh, the judges uh, like that answer, so go ahead
1: and move forward if you like. I'm going to jump in the water.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can't magnetize me here, bitch.
1: Let's
0: go for a swim. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to move forward.
1: All right, now uh, we've had uh, two successful players here. Uh, Rocky, do you think you'll be the third? No. Oh, shut up, Roy. Ooh, we have a little turmoil. You hear the audience go,
0: Ooh. You don't know me. <laughs> you don't know what I'm about. We're brothers. We literally grew up in the same household. I'm pretty sure I know exactly what you're about.
1: Uh, we'll get to that. Actually, that, that is pertinent to my current question. Because uh, now we get to the meat of the matter. Why did you really leave home when you were young?
0: It wasn't just one thing that sent me running. Partially the fact that it seemed like anybody in that household couldn't stand someone who was just slightly different from them. And partially because I felt like the longer I was staying there, the closer I became to being stuck there forever.
1: Ooh, oh, that got straight to my heart. <laughs> well, you may move ahead, Mr. Royal.
0: I put one foot in front of the other, and soon I'll be walking across the floor. Oh. I'm going to walk up to the edge of the stone, kind of look down at the water on the lake. Make sure I dust my jacket off and then just very quickly take a step across to the other stone.
1: Uh, Why don't you go ahead and give me a spot hidden since you stopped and looked inside the lake.
0: Oh, I needed a 60. I rolled a 69 (laughs) and that's a failure.
1: That's sort of the reverse for you, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. That's a success in my eyes. The water appears to be very opaque, like you can't see the bottom or anything. It's just like almost like just a solid blue, a little bit different than the water that you saw in the hidden cavern.
0: The results say it's a fail. I say that's a success. And it's just (laughs) belly button to belly button.
1: Well, congratulations, Mr. Araki on that. And uh, we'll move along to your questions in a minute. Now, uh, Declan, this one's for the ladies in the audience. Who is the one true love of your life? And you guys don't hear anything? Rocky, you look over, and you see Declan staring straight ahead, his jaw muscles working as if he's grinding his teeth, and he does the hard swallow. You see his Adam's apple go, and then uh, the Reverend goes, Mr. Declan, time's a-ticking.
0: Well, are you going to answer the man or not?
1: And you see Declan clench his fist, and then the Reverend goes, time's up, and he waves his hand, and the stone sinks into the water with Declan attached. Until it's
3: completely gone. And then he swims to shore fine. He
2: can't. He's stuck to the rock.
3: Take his shoes off, bro. <gasps> well, wow, he made it there! <laughs> <laughs> so
0: you kill my character, you kill characters I make, and then you steal from me. I'm seeing a pattern here.
1: Well, that was a sad end to round one, was it not? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, we could at least use Declan's demise as an example. But maybe we'll see him again in the lightning round. There is hope, Yes. Let's get on with this. And you hear applause echo throughout the crater. Are we ready for round two, boys? Let's get this done. That's what I like. All right, well, here we go. Round two. Roy. Pass. Unfortunately, it's time to name names.
3: <gasps> okay. Who is your favorite sibling? Easily. <laughs> it's Reggie, bro. Me and him hang out all the time. Ooh, ooh not, not Rocky? No. <laughs> <laughs> And the Reverend
1: sort of looks over at Rocky and gives a bit of a shrug and raises his eyebrows. Sorry about that, pal.
0: It's fine. We never liked each other anyway.
1: Whoo! I think my nipples just got hard.
3: All right, well, you may move along, Roy, if you like. Okay. I'll step forward, and as I do so, I'll start flipping off the studio audience.
2: Why didn't you go backwards, one? And
3: there's a mixture
1: of boos and uh, some clapping, though. So some people like that. You must be the, uh, the
3: anti-hero of this game show. I get that a lot.
0: I'm trying to be that one guy in the game show who's always just technically correct, but doesn't necessarily abide by the rules.
3: All right, uh, Jack,
1: Mr. Whiteside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. Special Agent. That's right. (laughs) This one's fun. Uh, Do you like movies, Jack? I like Jack movies. Well, have you ever seen one called The Deer Hunter? I don't believe I have. (laughs) Laugh riot if you ask me, but I'm going to ask you. Would you shoot Roy in his good eye if it meant spending one more day with your sister? No. Mm. So, do you love Roy more than your sister?
2: No, but I've come to grips with her loss.
1: Oh, yes. Poor Leah. Lost, but not forgotten.
2: Never forgotten. Can I move forward now?
1: Oh, yes, you may. That was, uh, that was very touching. Stop
0: touching me. That's a no-no square. <laughs> well, I'm a priest. Before he moves forward, I'm going to, like, glance over at him and just kind of, tempt, like, nod down towards the water to try and get him to take a look like
2: I did. Go ahead and give me a spot hidden, Jack. I'm not thirsty. I needed the <laughs> 77. I rolled a 96. Damn it, I people. shut my eyes and jump. You you do not even notice uh,
1: Rocky trying to motion toward you.
2: No, I'm a little overwhelmed at this point, and I have one hit point. So I'm basically dying with a major wound, but bleeding. Looks like I'm your last chance. Well, then we're all screwed.
1: Now, Rocky please be careful. We, we don't
2: like cheating here in this game. Roy, shoot the hand out of his hand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: Oh, okay, all right. He gives you a wink.
1: All right, what do we have here for you? Oh, well, I'm sorry to turn the screws so tightly, Mycroft, but we got to get the show on the road. Which is the better monster breakfast cereal? Booberry or Yummy Mummy? None of the others are even
3: in the running.
0: Well, uh, I think there's really only one clear answer to this, and that answer is Booberry.
3: And from across the pond, <laughs> I hit him with a... Uh, shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> shoot him roll. Hit him with a shoot him. It's a success. He's dead. So, uh, Roy
1: gives finger guns at Rocky, and it's a perfect shot through the heart.
0: And he's to blame... oh.
1: All right, well, uh, yeah, so that is exactly the answer. That's the only answer I have written here on my card, so you may move ahead. Well done.
0: And I'm going to step forward, and I'm going to lean down and pretend to tie my shoe so I can maybe get a second chance at looking <laughs> the water
1: because you can't stop me because <laughs> you can't stop me <laughs> you can go ahead and roll but you'll take a penalty dice to it how's that
0: okay i needed a 60 and i rolled a 68 which is one less than the 69 need more rolls and you I might say, succeed i just have to do this eight more times guys
3: can you gain a point of luck to add to make it 69 i want to fail worse
1: <laughs> so now we're, we're within 40 feet correct uh yeah pretty much Thereabouts. It's it's probably a little bit longer than that. I'm just but checking. Yeah. I'm just checking. on Dad. You have one more stone to go. Un
2: mas, por favor.
1: Now, uh, before we uh, continue to round three, I just want to make sure... Are, are we having fun, everybody? And there's applause all around. It's a laugh riot.
2: This is pleasant.
3: We should get together once a month and do this
1: trivial pursuit
3: yeah i like that risk is always fun
2: yeah never leads to fights (laughs) i've always enjoyed cards against humanity
3: you're a man of god but whatever i'll let Mm, that slide i don't know if he is there uh roy
0: he's a man of a god he never said which god
3: ah true
1: i'm a man of gods zilla all right well things are gonna get a bit stiff from here on out so roy not sure where our research department came up with some of these things, but what is Greta's maiden
3: name? Hold on, hold on. What if it's Arroyo and you guys were related?
0: <gasps> you married your sister.
3: I know it's not that because her name starts with a G. So I know I'll give you a hint: it's not on your character sheet, but it may
1: be on another piece
3: of paper. Uh, it's something. Hold on, I. It's it's something. Keeper notes.
0: Oh come on, Roy! You don't know the name of your own wife.
3: You don't have a wife. Screw you.
0: Yes, and look how well that's working out for me. I don't have to worry about a question about her.
3: Yeah, but you don't have any friends. Your your only one died.
0: Well, he's not dead. He'll be back for the lightning round. Well, you're not paying attention, Roy.
3: It's Greta' wife. I'll hold on. I'm I'm, I'm stalling. I'm not stalling. I just I'm, I'm nothing. I'm not stalling. <laughs> I uh. <laughs> I don't know, boys. It sounds like he's stalling to me.
1: <laughs> and you hear this ghostly murmuring in the studio audience.
3: Oh uh, <laughs>
2: fuck it. <laughs> Dude, use your lifeline. Make a phone call.
1: Yo, wait, oh, wait. We're, we're going to have to start the timer, Roy. You have 10 seconds to
0: answer. Gave her the first name credit and you didn't make her last name Garbo. I
3: literally, I don't. <laughs> There's nowhere I can look. I just scanned through all the documents and I didn't I didn't, didn't put see it, it anywhere. I never gave her one.
1: That's correct. I did.
3: Oh, Give me f- fucking th- a minute. Three, two, Jankowski,
1: <laughs> one. And you guys see Roy sink into the lake.
0: Oh, goodbye. We won't be missing you.
1: <laughs> Jesus Mom God. liked me Jeez. better.
2: <laughs> blah, 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 blah.
1: Ooh, that was a tough one. Jack, how do you feel about that? I'm gonna
2: find a way to kill you.
1: <laughs> I highly doubt that. But I do have a special two-parter for you. Pay attention. What is the name of the band you were in during high school? And, for bonus points, will you sign my yearbook?
2: Well, I don't know how you ever found out about that, but it was Benny and the Jet Skis. And no... I won't sign your yearbook.
1: Oh, that's very disappointing. All
2: right, you may move ahead. I'm going to pretend to tie my shoe. (laughs) No, I'm going to, uh, as I'm jumping over, look as well and try to see if I can see what's under the water, take a penalty, whatever. Go ahead and roll your spot. I needed a 77. I rolled a 30. That's very hard.
0: And you see Jeremy sink below his
2: webcam. You're
0: dead. We win. Just like the Titanic, you sunk, son. As you
1: move from one stone to the very last stone, you notice that something doesn't seem quite right about the Reverend. Yeah.
0: I mean, other than the fact that he's 30 feet tall?
1: You examine the impossible scale of his image, listen to his booming voice, which seems oddly not to come directly from his mouth, and watch his movements, his eyes. They are the eyes and words of a liar. It's then you notice, at the far end of the lake, a blinking red light near some black rock formations. Huh. All right. Rocky. We'll, we'll keep it simple for you, but uh, our riders are really digging deep here, going for the jugular. What is your favorite personal sporting watercraft?
0: Favorite personal sporting watercraft? Well, there's several. I mean, I do own a miniature submarine, which I did tell Declan to bring with us, but he forgot. i have to talk with him about that. Um, I do have a quite the wakeboard collection. Uh, I've done some kiteboarding. Uh, I have some water skis. Those those are quite nice. Um, but if I had to pick one above all, I'd probably say the jet ski.
1: Correct! Ding, 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 ding! And you hear this ghostly bell go off, ringing around the crater. You may move forward.
0: Found it! <laughs> It's under the water here. And I'm just going to very casually stride forward and step onto the next rock.
3: I got the first letter right. That's points. The two of you have done quite well, but
1: uh, now we are on to the most difficult, the lightning round. And magically delicious. The stones to your left and right reappear with Declan and Roy on them, Uh rising from the water, and each of their forms are covered in a strange black gooey substance.
0: Mm. So they're keeping detox at the bottom of the lake.
1: As they come up, they are coughing and sputtering, and you can see Roy expelling some of this black gooey substance out of his lungs. And vomits it onto the black rock. Declan's a bit more stayed about the whole thing, but uh, he is also
2: convulsing.
0: Got a little something just right here.
2: Jack, do you want to do anything while this is all happening? Shoot them all in the last bullet for me. God, I'm trying to make sense of what I saw. I, it's, it's like a projection of some kind, and I'm trying to figure out what the hell is happening here.
0: Old man Jenkins! He would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for us meddling kids and our dog.
2: Anything else, Jack? Give me like one second to think here. I've been trying to come up with an idea. And you sink
0: into the lake.
3: You're a dick. <laughs> oh, I've heard that before. No one can know their, their wife's maiden name. That's so dumb. <laughs> oh, it finally came to you,
1: did it? Maybe. Well, all right. Uh, we're on to the lightning round, so it's make or break time. It is still early morning back in Arkham. Dark and dreamy. Your family fast asleep. There is a deep one outside your house at this very moment. At my command, it will smash through a window and eat one of your children. Who shall it be? Raid.
0: Just <laughs> without <laughs> hesitation.
1: All right. Well, that was, it was very simple. Uh, very unexpected. But
3: uh, all right. Why couldn't it have been your adopted daughter? Because she's not at my house. Where is
2: she, by the way? Gone. Under the lake. We're leaving her here.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, we kind of lost her at some point and haven't seen her since, and, uh...
2: It's all right. She got washed away.
1: Well, uh, that was very unexpected, Roy, uh, but uh, you may move ahead with Dan.
3: Some of you may be questioning the fact that I did not kill any of the Mute Ones. They don't bother me that much. (laughs) So, Roy, are you going to move ahead? I'll look in the water. (laughs) I'll step ahead and I'll be just like, you know I had to do it to him. Poor Raid. Gone.
1: Ooh. Uh, all right. Uh, Jack, have you arrived at any conclusions before we get on to your round? No, nope,
2: but I know what I'm going to do. All right.
1: All right, Jack. Uh, that was uh, very disconcerting for everybody. I'm sorry for the audience uh, that I've... Get on with it.
2: Are you psychic? I'm psycho.
1: I thought you might be because your suspicions are correct. There is a deep one lurking inside you. It was the only way to save you, and you did say you'd do anything.
2: That is true.
1: It's only a matter of time before the change occurs, and you attack and rip and eat. Your compatriots? That's
2: what I'm hoping for.
1: Of course, a bullet in the mouth would solve that issue. Which do you choose?
2: I pull out my gun. Uh Uh-huh. I spin and I shoot at the red light that I saw. Go ahead and give me a a roll for that firearm, but keep in mind that if you fumble, you will hit either Roy or Dan. That's what I'm hoping for. I hope it's Dan. Hit Roy. I needed a 64. I rolled a 64. Excellent. Drama.
0: Finally. Someone had to do something eventually. Are you kidding me?
2: Oh my god.
1: (laughs) was nerve wracking. Jack pulls out his gun and fires directly at Roy, who instinctively ducks out of the way. (laughs) Catches it with his teeth. I've ducked out of a lot of gunshots in my time. The bullet travels the rest of the way across the lake, and it hits the red light perfectly, and you hear this little clink of broken glass, and then the image of Reverend Lee Summers flickers and goes out. With a dry chuckle, the monstrous image of the priest flickers and disappears. Then you notice movement at the opposite shore of the lake. It is the frail, ancient form of Reverend Brotherly Summers emerging from a hiding place behind a black rock outcropping.
3: Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain.
1: <laughs> he holds what appears to be a TV remote in one hand and a microphone in the other. He shuffles to the edge of the lake and turns off what is clearly some kind of projection system and fog machine. Sorry about that. His voice booms from a large speaker disguised as a boulder. It's awful boring here at the end of the world, and I do have a pension for theatrics. <clears throat> Father Dagon, take me away! <laughs> the waters of Queen Mary's Lake begin to swirl in a counterclockwise motion.
2: We're in Australia. I knew it. I
0: want to pull out my gun and take a shot at the Reverend.
2: Nice. And what are you doing, Jack? Um, I'm going to extend my hand out to Roy and Dan to jump onto my rock. I will also add that the uh, magnetism from each of the rocks disappears. Roy,
1: what are you doing? I'll pick Dan up and then jump to Jack Stone. All right. So we'll we'll start with Roy then. So you leap onto the stone platform beside Dan. Slip on loose rock and drop Dan
3: into the water. As you
1: go to grab him to carry him away, he lowers his gaze from the sky and looks at you blankly as if he doesn't recognize you. Hey, Dan. And as soon as you talk, a flicker of recognition crosses his face. Then his eyes grow dark and his mouth curls up at the corners. An alien grin that looks both painful and horrific. I'm sorry, Dan's not here right now. A deep, warbling voice oozes from his lips, as if the words are clotted with thick fluid. Please leave a message at
3: the
0: That's impressive.
3: Roy's head explodes. Alright, we'll come back later. <laughs>
1: The voice rises in volume until you're forced to cover your ears. An eruption of glowing ash spews from the volcano, raining all around you. The water laps at your feet, but then you notice something rising from the depths. Rising, rushing upward. Massive, webbed talons.
3: I'm not afraid of you anymore.
0: And just like that, he disappears, because that's the secret.
1: (laughs) Jack. So you reach out as you notice all this going on. Boy, this is tough. I know what I want to
2: do, but everybody's going to be so mad. Who cares? I'm going to jump over to the rock they're on and shove Dan backwards off the back of the rock into the water. As
1: long
0: as you say, long live the king.
1: Rocky, you take a, a bead on... The Reverend, what is your range of your gun? Seven miles.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, 15 yards.
1: Let's put it this way. We'll give you a penalty dice. How's that? Yeah, that's okay. probably better.
0: Hey, I needed a 50 and I rolled a 29. So I'm halfway there.
1: Which half the middle?
0: And I rolled a three, which makes it a 39, which means it's still a success.
1: Rocky takes aim and with excellent markmanship, blasts. The uh, old reverend directly in the abdomen. And he folds over, dropping the microphone and TV remote, and crumples at the edge of the water.
2: Good riddance. What is Declan doing?
1: He's very startled at what Jack has done. Oh, my. He leaps onto the same platform, and you see Dan just simply disappear into the water. He sinks out of sight. The glow of the lake intensifies. It's almost like a generator that is amping up mm-hmm. and you almost feel like this electricity crackling from the water and Declan pulls out his gun and is essentially going to draw a bead on what is rushing up from the lake you can see these massive talons it's hard to judge from the refraction in the water these things look like they're probably going to be at least 20 feet across holy crap so we are actually on to the next round everybody's done something
0: uh well first of all i guess i'm going to hop across to the central rock just to join everyone else and then I'm just gonna take a minute to kind of glance around and survey my surroundings and see if there's, like, any anything that's obviously, like, helping to channel this or move it along, or if there's any kind of object there that, that they're using to, I guess, help bring him through. Like the box with Tommy Ray, if there's some sort of weird mystical object that they're using to help bring him.
1: Go ahead and give me a spot hidden.
0: This hasn't worked yet, but I have my fingers crossed. Nope. I need a 60 and I rolled 100. I need to stop trying to find things, because clearly it's not... Not my day oh my god
1: so yeah you frantically and in a panic which is quite unlike you because you're usually calm cool and collected you wheel around just looking for any sign and there's just nothing there's no totems of power or any of the things that you might expect to see in some sort of transmutation or summoning aspect and the rest of you see rocky just sort of lose it and he's whirling around with his gun out kind of like slapping against you <laughs> I'll
3: shove him in the water. Jack and Roy, anything? Because he shoved Dan in the water, I'll instinctively punch Jack in the back of the head. Get off my plane! Jack, what do you want to do
1: in uh, response to that? It's essentially an attack. You can either dodge, or you can fight back, or you can maneuver.
2: What if I don't want to do any of it? That's totally up to you. You can yeah, take the punch. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want to do any of it. I just want to take are the you, punch. Are you sure it's a donkey punch? Yeah. Oh, I'm ready for it. You have one hit point
0: left. You're not ready yes, for Yes, I want
2: to hits. die if nobody has gathered that yet. If he's not attempting to
1: dodge, and I'm going to give you a bonus on that, Roy. So just go ahead and roll me a, a nice little zap zap I failed. But go ahead and uh, roll your bonus die. D10. Just one though. And I... St- Still failed. You throw a punch at the back of Jack's head, but right at the exact same time, Rocky whirls around with his gun and knocks your punch off balance, (laughs) and you just
3: glance off his shoulder. I did it because I I missed, because I knew in the back of my heart that it would uh, kill him.
0: The back of your heart?
3: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I only have a back part of my heart. There's no front. I feel that brush, I'm like, huh? Bruh. Was that like a fly or something? Just... Declan holsters his weapon and dives into the water
1: after Dan. Oh, God, Declan. What a dick.
2: Well, if I'm part deep one, I'm going to do the same. Why is Declan trying to take all the credit? And uh, so what happens is
1: the huge webbed talons erupt from the water like titanic obelisks bursting to either side of your tiny little island that the three of you are clinging to. And then they pause in midair, then clap together. (laughs) All goes black Jack, your eyes snap open. A sharp pain lances through your head like heat lightning trapped in a butterfly killing jar. Squinting, you make out the plain khaki canvas of a tent roof, a soft warm wind gently flapping the material in a susurrating motion that you find calming yet ominous, like waves on water. Grunting, you struggle to a sitting position. Yep, it's a tent alright, field military by the looks of it. Double occupancy, though, you're the only one here. You're sitting on a standard-issue cot. To one side is a makeshift sink and shaving area. You stand up slowly, unsteadily, and wobble your way to the sink. From outside come the sounds of activity. High-pitched horns from rumbling jeeps, the batter clang of equipment being moved from place to place, and a multitude of shouting in some foreign language. No, several different languages. You detect... French and Portuguese and some dialect that sounds like Somali? Somewhere else then. Hopefully not some time else. Sighing, you meet your gaze in the small shaving mirror. Reflexively, you glance at the scar above your left eyebrow. Only now it's above your right eye? Vertigo washes over you. The scar isn't in the correct place because that's not your face. Sunlight, and scorching heat erupts into your tent as someone throws back the flap and enters. We've got a problem, a familiar voice exclaims. You nod, dumbstruck, and in the mirror, Dan Williams' face nods back. Tune in next time for more spine mythos adventures when we begin a new chapter of The Lovecraft Tapes.
2: Oh, my God.
1: I'm, I'm,
3: uh, <laughs> Once
0: again, we fail to do what we're supposed to do. We're really bad at Can this. Can you believe
3: that ending? That I can't believe Brian isn't allowed in the show anymore. Oh,
0: yeah, totally. We <laughs> totally wrote, wrote off his character. He.
3: Any uh, thoughts or
0: theories uh, about what's uh, going to happen? We're doing a freaky Friday body swap edition.
3: I think that we're going to enter the bizarro world that is the underwater. Yeah, that's
2: what I was thinking, is the reflection. Maybe everything's reversed. Like a mirror? Yeah. Mirrors.
1: Mirrors. Who needs them?
2: How the
0: fuck do they work?
1: So let's uh, wrap this sucker up with some hashtag recommendos. Please roll d D100. I rolled a 55. I rolled an 80. I rolled a 57. I rolled a 78. All right, so we're going to start off with a Brian, then Gabe, Then me and then Matt.
2: Yeah, I'm last. My recommendo is Jablinski Games. Has any of you guys ever heard of that? It's Jack Black. Yeah, it's uh, his YouTube channel, Jablinski Games. It's uh, basically him and he and his family and his a couple friends here and there. He records a five to ten minute video, and it's just them going to different arcades or playing games in the backyard, hanging out. He gives little little tidbits of uh, what he's working on project wise. The ones what that caught me were the updates of the the movies that he shooting right now. But he's he's also pointed out a couple really cool places in in LA and in that surrounding area uh, in the arcade scene, how it's growing and, and, and coming up and all the cool games and stuff that they're able to play. He went to one in particular that had all antique pinball games that were immaculate so they were able to play the games that they played growing up which got me really excited to go visit japan because they have tons of arcades there yeah check it out it's jablinski games on youtube really fun family friendly of course it's cool to see his whole family and the dynamic they have and all that good stuff so check it out jack black it's jablinski games on youtube sweet gabe i'm recommending a comic
3: book One of my favorites of all time. It's called Bone. I don't know what they are. They're bones, I guess. It's about these, like, three bones. It's like a race of tiny people that live. And they they get exiled from their community. They end up traveling and getting lost and finding, like, this hidden valley that's in the middle of, like, a war with great evil where they meet this girl who ends up being the chosen one they interact with dragons and I don't know it's really it's there's like nine novels of it. It's just this grand scope where everything is done written well and the art style is really cool. It's Jeff Smith. I don't know if anybody knows him. It's really hard to break down just because of how vast everything is. There's a lot of Moby Dick references. It's just one of the most well-written things I've ever read. I, I don't feel like I can truly do it justice, so you just have to sort of look into it. It's called Bone. Well, thank you, Gabe. We'll check that out, and I'm gonna Go next with my recommendo is Deadbeat at
1: Dawn, 1988, written and directed and starring Jim Van Beber. The tagline reads, "He quit the gangs that killed his girl. He became Deadbeat at Dawn." And that's pretty much the only plot you need to know. I picked this one up cold, uh, watched it on Shutter. watched no trailer, read no synopsis, and the whole time I watched it, I assumed that this was a movie that was made recently, and just simply made to look like a 70s exploitation flick, through like, you know, digital grain magic and all that baloney, but it's actually a legitimate indie film, a product of the late 80s, that is made to look like 70s, and because of it's so close to that time period, it actually pulls it off. It's not a good film by any stretch of the <laughs> imagination, but it has guts to spare, and a can-do added about everything portraying gritty urban existentialism with the confidence of your older brother's friends body slamming each other off the roof of the garage. It's literally actors just throwing themselves into situation, violent situations. There's nunchucks, there's knife play, there's all that stuff that uh, we grew up with. So if you are into uh, the so bad it's good, then uh, you're in for a treat because you can. this is something you can watch with your buds and drink a few beers and riff on it, and it's just a, a Ludicrous plot, insane characters, and in plucky action, and it's a total throwback blast. So that's Deadbeat at Dawn. All right, and we're on to the final recommendo, Matt.
0: It's a game. uh Actually, no, it's not. It's a piece of hardware. It's a device that you can use to play games. I'm gonna say, you, you go get yourself an Oculus Rift S.
3: No, don't
2: do it. It's a trap.
3: Now that you told me to do it, I'm not doing it.
0: So the Rift S is one of the two newest VR headsets from Oculus. This is the the S. Is is the one that does still need to be tethered to a PC. The other one they have out, which is called the Quest, is the wireless one, which is also a good choice. I just picked the the S because I wanted the the better, I wanted more power, I wanted the better visual fidelity, and I didn't want to be stuck within one-walled ecosystem. From the few days that I've been playing it, VR, if you have a PC capable of it, VR is absolutely amazing. There's so many unique experiences and gameplay mechanics out there that wouldn't work otherwise, and it's really like a it's like the wild west of gaming right now so there's a lot of really unique things happening in terms of experimenting with what can you do in virtual reality and it produces some some really cool stuff oculus rift s
1: All right, guys, well, that's going to be it for this episode of Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere you download your regular podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Meanwhile, you can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com with links to all our hashtag recommendos and social media channels, including Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, and our Discord server, where you can chat with us in real time. You can find me on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes.
0: If you want to see what I'm up to over the ensuing break between chapters, I'm on Twitter at the real weird kid. And I now that I have my PC set back up to 100%, you might be able to find me every now and then on Twitch at that one weird kid live streaming games.
3: And if you want to talk about some things and discuss some stuff, you can find me at Lovecraft Gabe. If anybody can tell me what the hell happened at the end of this
2: scenario, please tell me <laughs> on Twitter at Brian Podcast. I'm also on Instagram at Brian Lovecraft.
1: All right. Guys. Well, until next time, roll for hamsters.
0: The Lovecraft Tapes Podcast is copyright 2019. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes.
1: Just, 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 Bra. bras, Bra. Bra.
0: Bra's. We're gonna have to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. Hey, that's my line. Now it's my line. <laughs>
2: Whose line is it anyway? That's actually gonna be my recommendos. Whose line is it anyway, UK? They don't have Colin Mockery, and therefore they fail. Yes, they do.
3: Well no, they have British Colin Mockery. It's Colin Dockery. <laughs> Alright, guys.
1: Let's do this. We already clapped. <sighs> Did you crack though? Did
3: you crack all Wait. your bones?
2: It's all about the bony. There, it's nice. I a shook crack. it out da da not you leave <laughs> me?
3: Unique <laughs> New York. You know New York. You need New York. You know you need New unique New York. Oh, you almost Yeah, I've been there once. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs>
1: Somebody's unique. So ready. New York? You Up to my usual weather, standard.
3: <laughs> Good enough. Let's go.
1: Smack me in my
0: <laughs> Rubber baby bucky bumpers? I
1: actually had to write that phonetically.
3: Did you? Is it Olga? Olga. Is it the restaurant Olga's?
0: Hashtag sponsor us, Olga's.
3: Much thanks to everyone
1: for their continued support at patreon.com slash lovegraps. (laughs) Let's fuck that
2: one up.
3: It's Sam. (laughs) It's Sam. I know I thought about doing that. (laughs) Oh, that's why I said it's
2: me. It's (laughs) Sam.
3: No, it's Brian. I
1: love you carnally. (laughs) Attack on Titan. (laughs) Come on, Lag. (laughs)
3: That's not really lag, actually. I was just fucking with you.
0: We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors.
3: Exactly right. Use our Dollar Shave Club membership.
0: (laughs) Hashtag sponsor
3: us, Dollar Shave Club. You'll sponsor literally anyone. Why can't we be that?
0: (laughs) I know, right? Like, we're literally asking for
3: it. Oh, you're asking for it, all right. Yeah, I am. Oh, by the way, we were talking about it. This is for everyone who's watching, too. I got Will Wheaton's agent's email address if you want to spam him with requests. (laughs) Too much lag in the pipeline. Ben McCroby says, The
1: internet is delivered via lead pipe, pumped by thousands of innocent hamsters. Don't blame the poor
3: babies for your lag.
0: I should have got bigger hamsters, also known as guinea pigs.
3: The internet is a series of tubes.
0: The internet is really, really great for porn.
1: That's correct. After these messages, we'll be right back.
3: The internet is really, really great. Welcome to tonight's episode of Everyone Loves Declan. Hopefully only one at a time. I definitely was gonna kill him, so it's okay.
0: I was gonna have a stern talking to with him about the meaning of the word teamwork. Didn't you hear me at the beginning of the episode, Gabe?
3: That's why he died. (laughs) He said he'd rather die than do that. I was gonna shoot him in the face with a flare gun, but then, you know...
0: Yeah, I just sent him a texty message.
3: A testy message?
0: Yep. Sent him a message via testicles.
3: Here you go. It's round and it's squishy. This is the best part of the podcast. I think
1: so. Just, you know, uncomfortable silences.
0: Just released. this as like a bonus episode after the fact. There he is. Yay! Oh my god, the internet hamsters didn't eat you.
3: Just start inserting the bruh sound effect number two all over this. Bruh. Bruh. Bruh.
0: Bruh. Bruh
3: the comic book series so there's that sorry for the weak uh, breakdown of it <laughs> and, then, and then some things happen. And, and they're made and, of bones. You know, bones i really there's so much that goes on i don't know like what i don't know what to pull from it you know so you're gonna pull the bone that's about moby dick got it nice dick there are people bone that, they, get
0: it they go places and they, they do stuff and things happen
1: there's a man with a hat
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is
3: and what was it again, Matt? It was called porn. Oh, <laughs>
2: it's a thing. Uh, <laughs>
3: Wait, porn's a thing.
2: That's what the internet is corn. for. Corn. He said corn is a thing.
3: Oh, okay. it's on his toe.